You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Baldy's Breakdowns, the draft edition. And I'm going to talk about the defensive ends in this 2023 NFL draft. And there's some, I mean, I've got books, charts. I've got combine workouts. I've got private workouts. I'm in the war room here. I've been watching these guys on screen for uh, the better part of two months. I feel like you have to distinguish between defensive ends and edge outside pass rushers. And I'm kind of making that distinction. I'm, I'm talking defensive ends here, guys that can put their hand in the dirt, the guys that can play on the inside eye of the offensive tackle. They can play head up in a five technique. I'm getting technical here because you got to. Um, so, anyways, I'm talking about the top five defensive ends. I'm not as high on this group as it seems everybody else is. And I'm not down on it. I just haven't seen a ton of production from some of these guys. What I see is incredible immeasurables and NFL prototypical size that teams fall in love with, and for good reason. And, you know, they, they want to see how fast you can run. They want to see how long your arms are, how tall you are, what you look like walking through an airport. Like, that stuff is important to teams. My thing is, I watch these games, I'm like, where are they? When are they making a play? Like, are they changing the game? Because that's what I want. Because if really, if you're building your team, uh, this is how I build my team. Like, you, you find your quarterback, your franchise quarterback, first. Then you find a guy that can get after the quarterback next. Then you find a guy that can protect your quarterback and keep that animal off your quarterback. Like, that's how I build a team. Then you want to go corner, wide receiver, fine. But that's kind of how I build it. So you get a quarterback, then you get a guy that can get after the quarterback. That's what these defensive ends can do. And to me, there's one guy at the top of this draft named Will Anderson Jr. out of Alabama that is the cream of the crop. So why is that? Well, Will Anderson comes uh, he comes to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. He's a top recruit. He's a five-star recruit. And he starts day one for Nick Saban. First, first game. First game is an 18-year-old freshman. He starts for Nick Saban. On the elite, the, the, the number one program in the country, he starts. And he makes an impact. He's the SEC Rookie of the Year. And not only did he start day one, 
But he started 41 straight games in a row in the best conference in, in the country, won a national championship, uh, competed at the highest level, 41 straight games in a row. Never missed a start. Never saw him banged up. Never saw him injured. Maybe he was in the training room. I didn't see it. I didn't see any ill effects. Williamson Jr., he's, he's uh, six foot four. He's 253 pounds. He ran a solid 4'6", 40. Um, he's the Terminator. Uh, two years ago, 2021, he put up 17 and a half sacks. Now, he didn't do that last year. He put up 10, but he had 34 and a half sacks. He's the most productive defensive end in this, uh, in this draft. And he easily could have gone to Indianapolis at the combine and just taken a, you know, just sat in the chair and just watched everybody. Cause I don't think it's draft stock, but he didn't. He went out there, he ran the 40 and he competed and he ran the short shuttle and he did all this stuff. And he didn't have to do that, but he's a competitor. So he did it. That it said a lot about him to me. Like, I think he, you know, you can say Bryce Young, Will Anderson, I mean, uh, Jalen Carter. You could, you could say that there's two or three guys at the top of this draft talent-wise, and Will Anderson, however you want to rank one, two, and three, is in the top three most talented players in this draft. And, like, I, I feel like there's – I'm going to get, get to these next guys that are longer, that are faster, that have maybe a little more twitch. I don't see anybody more productive than Will Anderson Jr. And so when I look at this, I see Will Anderson line up in a four-point stance, a three-point stance. I see him stand up. I don't see him dropping in coverage very much. Not to say that he can't if you want him to do that, but I don't know why you would. Like, he's a guy that should be going forward, chasing the quarterback. Um, he's got good hands. What I like about him is he's got great suddenness. Like, he can change directions. He's just got this – the head and shoulder thing that he's got that can just get on the edge of tackles and he can really kind of, you know, beat guys. So I think Will Anderson to me is at the very top of this entire draft, number 31 at Alabama. Go watch your YouTube tape on him. I've got all his college games over the last three years. Uh, he made an impact, you know, throughout. So that's, that's my first choice. My second is a kid that came out of high school as a top, Recruiting whole country, Miles Murphy from Clemson. Um, he's only 21 years old. Uh, he started 27 games for Clemson. And he's that guy. You know, he's six foot five. He's 275 pounds. He literally was the right defensive end at Clemson for the last two plus years. You know, he's got, he ran a four, five, 140, like elite. Um, he ran a four, three, five short shuttle, elite. Um, he tweaked his hamstring um, at the combine, so he didn't run there. But, you know, there's enough clocks on him to, to say what he runs. The only thing about Miles Murphy is I didn't see a big jump from when he was this high school phenom, five-star recruit. Um, I just didn't see this improvement over three years at Clemson. Like, you can see him number 98, right defensive end, you can see him make plenty of good plays. It just seems like if you're that big, strong, and fast, that you should have a bigger impact in the games than he did. And so that's my only knock. Is there enough production there to say he's the second best defensive end in this draft? Um, I'm not sure. He's a first-round pick. 
you, you know, um, gosh, yo, could Seattle take him? Sure. Seattle needs edge pass rushers in the worst way. Could Chicago take him? You know, Chicago, yeah, they could take him. Probably not at nine, but they could take him. It's possible. They need an edge, they need a defensive end. They haven't had one in forever. Um, you know, not since Khalil Mack was there. Um, they had Robert Quinn for a year, I think, before they traded him to Philadelphia, put up a good season. Um, Detroit, I think, needs a guy opposite Aiden Hutchinson. So there's plenty of landing spots um, for him. Uh, I'm just, I just want to see, does he explode at the next level or has he reached his peak? I mean, if I'm in a war room and I'm saying, okay, today we're talking about Miles Murphy and we got the staff, we got all the scouts and we're going through the tapes. We're going through his cut-ups. We're going through his pass rushes. We're going through them on the goal line. Um, you know, how, how does he flash? How does he play, play to play to play? Like, these are some of the questions I'm asking. You know, is there another upside to Miles Murphy? Or have we seen the best? Okay. That's Miles Murphy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The guy that's shooting up draft boards, and for good reason, is Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech. Now, he he started, you know, he started at Texas A&M as a freshman. He transferred out to Lubbock. You go to Texas Tech. Um, he is a phenomenal prospect to evaluate. He's six foot six. He's 275 pounds. He's got this amazing body. He's got these super long arms. You can see him stab these offense tackles, 35 and five eighths inch arms. It makes a difference. He ran a 48240. Like it's all there. It's all there. Three years at Texas Tech, I saw him put up 17 sacks. He started 29 games. And there's times when he really flashes and you go, he might be the number one prospect. And there's teams right now, and there's player people out there right now saying he's a better prospect than Will Anderson. I don't see it because I don't see the production. But Tyree Wilson is a guy, maybe he doesn't get past Seattle at number nine. You know, I mean, Pete Carroll really rebuilt his offense a year ago. He added pieces on defense because they had a pass rusher. And Tyree Wilson, if Will Anderson goes, he could go there. He could go to Detroit at six. He could go that high. Um, there's people that think if Arizona stays there at three, they could take Tyree Wilson because of the upside, because of a guy we just don't see prospects, 6'5", 275, the speed that he has, the length that he has, and he's 21 years old. Like you just project and you go at 24 with good coaching and diet and training and all this, 
Is he a 280-pound monster that, you know, is a really a force off the edge? I think he's got to learn how to rush the passer. I think he's got to learn more moves. But if you just say, okay, speed to power, like stabbing guys, you know, stab and pull, all these different, you know, terms to rush the passer. Can he ghost guys, just get underneath them without, you know, even getting touched? I think he's got all that there. I just haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen all of it yet. I've seen just flashes of it. And so I have him ranked number three. He could be the number two, you know, number behind Will Anderson. It's all possible. I think he's really exciting. And I'm, I, you know, I'd, I'd love to be in somebody's war room today with 13 days to go before the draft and listen to what they say about Tyree Wilson. You know, could he be TJ Watt? You know, TJ Watt plays with unprecedented effort. Uh, and can bend and do all these incredible things that make him the defensive player of the year. Some of the things he's a bigger, no, he's bigger. He's got longer arms and he's got a bigger frame than Nick Bosa. But I, you know, is he Nick Bosa? Is he, he doesn't have that kind of strength. So I don't want to make any other comparisons. Like Tyree Wilson is my third choice out there, defense man. My next choice is out of Iowa, Lucas Van Ness. And, it's, it's just kind of, it's another one of these guys. Like, he's 6'5", 275 pounds. He, he's, they call him Hercules. And physically, he looks like Hercules. He ran a 4'5", 840, which is elite. It's the 97th percentile of pass rushers at that size. Um, he ran a 164 short shuttle, elite. He ran a 702 three-cone, elite. He ran a 4-3-2 short shot. I'm throwing these numbers out because he puts him in a category of an elite category, yet he never started a game at Iowa. Now, for, you know, Iowa has this system, you know, you wait. But he played. He was on the field a lot. And he literally played every defensive line position. So he played over the center. He played over the guard, in between the guard and tackle, out wide. You can watch him rush Peter Skaronsky at Northwestern and knock him right on his Skaronsky. Um He's a splash player. Like, he has 13 and a half sacks over the last two years. It's not bad, but it's not great, you know. Um, he's Hercules, but is he Hercules? What are you – like, he's going to probably get taken the first round based off his measurables and his talent and his upside. But if you said, okay, what does Lucas Van Ness do best? I go, okay, he's, he's a power rusher. All right. Good luck making a living power rushing Lane Johnson or Trent Williams. Like, it doesn't happen. Like, you can't power rush those guys. They're just too talented. You know, I mean, you got to have more than that. You got to have an array of moves. Like, he's got to develop. He's raw. I hear people saying he could go as high as number 10 to Philadelphia. And maybe that's true. I think he's too raw for that. I think the Eagles, you know, with Hassan Reddick and Josh Sweat and Brandon Graham, like, they, they, they look set. So I hear people saying, Lucas Van S10. But could he go to Detroit, you know, with their second first round pick at 18? It's possible. You, you know, pair him with Aiden Hutchinson and you get two big six foot six guys on the edge, just, you know, or towers coming out to the quarterbacks. It's possible. Um, I don't know what the sweet spot is right now for Lucas Van S because you really have to project and go, okay, he's 22 years old on July 6th. What's Lucas Van Ness going to be 
you know, at this next level. All right, so that's number four. And then my final guy is another one of these guys in the same category, Keon White out of Georgia Tech. He went to Old Dominion in Virginia for three years. They transferred to Georgia Tech. He's he's huge. He's big and thick. He's over six foot four. He's 285 pounds. Um, he's got good good length in his arms. He ran uh he did I didn't see him run. I guess he ran a four. I'm sorry, he ran a four six five forty, which is very good. Uh, he went to the senior bowl. Don't think he played in the senior bowl. He was there practicing, kind of caught a lot of people's attention. Um, had seven and a half sacks this year. All right. You know, decent, not great. Um, hit the quarterback twice. Um, uh, you know, I just don't see the production. Like the type, you know, he bench pressed 30, you know, 30, 30 reps at 225. It's good. You know, he's he's a big, strong kid. He's got pretty good movement. Just don't see a guy that should dominate. You know, Georgia Tech going against Duke, he should dominate. I, I don't see it. Um, I don't see the domination of a guy that size because you don't see that very often in college football. A guy that size with that speed, you know, with all those qualities, like they should dominate. Yet he's not. But he's going to get taken high, like probably in the first round, maybe the f- bottom of the first round. Maybe Kansas City is interested in Keon White with the 31st pick. Um, you know, it's, it's, it, there's a possibility there. I don't, I, I, I couldn't tell you what his best pass rush move is. I think he's got to develop one. Uh, and then if he doesn't have a number one pass rush move, probably doesn't have a counter move right now. And you got to have all those things, you know, um, you know, to be an elite pass rusher. So those are my top five picks, Anderson, Murphy, Wilson, Van Ness, and Keon White. Um, it's it's an intriguing group because there's guys with incredible measurables, size, weight, speed, um, arm length, all that stuff that teams really covet to play that position to get after quarterbacks in this league. But I, I'm not sure. Like Kayvon Thibodeau was, I think, the number one guy off the board by the Giants with the fifth pick last year. Um, maybe Will Anderson has that. Um, Kayvon really came on at the end of the season last year. Like, he's got just elite suddenness. So I don't want to make any other comparisons right now with these guys. I want to let go, become their own players. Um, you know, my favorite edge rusher in the whole league is Max Crosby. And there's nobody in this business that's risen. He was a fourth-round pick out of Eastern Michigan, and he's as good as any defensive end in football. And yet he was a fourth-round pick, and he doesn't have any of these measurables that these guys have, but he's unblockable in the run game in the past game, he never stops coming and he plays 90% of the plays. So I don't see any of these guys being Max Crosby right now, but they all potentially, if they have the heart of Max Crosby and want to be great, all of them could be as good as Max. So I'm just using Max Crosby as a benchmark to what I've seen a guy become in this league, which is a hundred million dollar player and worth it. And an unblockable force, um, and what these guys potentially could be. So that's Baldy's breakdowns, the defensive ends. Um, I can't wait to see where they fall on the draft. You can follow the draft on your Odyssey Sports app with me and Jason Lock and Fora on April 27th, starting at 7 o'clock. We're going to review the entire first round of the draft, talking about probably all five of these guys at some point during the 31 selections. 
on that night starting at 7 o'clock. That's it from Baldy's War Room. That's Baldy's Breakdowns, the defensive end.